Hello and welcome to Music Speaks. This podcast dedicates itself to how music impacts people's lives. For this show, we usually have three co-hosts, Hunter Sagona, myself, Mary Haddock Hermans, and Sean Rimkinus. Sean, Hunter, and I believe that many people have a playlist that makes their unique their life unique through music. We pride ourselves on building upon our musical knowledge with our featured guests jamming to incredible music, talking about a wide variety of artists and composers and everything in between. Our quote for the day today is, happiness is beneficial for the body, but it is grief that develops the powers of the mind. This is from Marcel Proust. Um, and today on Music Speaks, uh, we're going to hear Sean's answers to the first questionnaire. And um, if you haven't checked out our, our other two, we all three have gotten to do this. We like to do this each year, and I'm always thankful to get to do this. So, Sean, are you ready? Oh, yeah, let's do this. All right, here we go. And here we are with the Proust questionnaire. Um, Sean's going to answer 32 questions for us. And the first one is, what is your idea of perfect, perfect happiness? Hanging out with my chums on my podcast. Ooh, that's a good one. We do have fun here. Oh, yeah. And then, um, let's see, what is your greatest fear, Sean? Mice. Mice. Have you and ever- uh, the sun exploding. Okay, yeah, I definitely... One of the two. One of the two. Yeah. Um, Question three. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Curiosity. Y'all know curiosity killed the cat, and I killed myself six times. Mm. Cats have have nine lives. (laughs) Nice, I see Oh, it, it definitely gets to us, the holes oh, yeah. that we're willing to dig down. So, um, then what is the trait that you most abhor in others? Um, I guess unkindness and unpleasantness. And I'm willing to have a conversation. That's it. Yeah. Seems like we all don't like that. Oh. The unwillingness. Um, which living person do you most admire? Oh man, you all played the mom card so hard this time. So I'll go, I'll go, I'll go with my mom. Yeah. But I will also say my grandma. She is, she's so cute, but she is just so, um, generous with her time. And (laughs) she does this thing, which is so funny which is that when she knows that you're busy, she asks you really quick questions and then she hangs up the phone. Really quick. That's adorable. That's so funny, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Sometimes my mom will do that too. She'll be like, okay, two things. One, two, bye. Yeah. Yeah. But that's adorable. So yeah. um, let's see. What is your greatest extravagance? Um, ginger beer. <laughs> You've been on one of those this whole time. Two, yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your current state of mind? Uh, middle sanity. Do what? 
like a mid a midline of sanity. Oh, midline of sanity. So yeah. that like the number zero on a number line, or if um, if you know if if my sanity was zero to ten, it'd be a five. Got you. Center of the seesaw, then. Um, what do you consider the most overrated virtue? I think I like going with Hunter's answer, worthiness. Like, you have something to prove. Um, but also, uh, vanity, too, like you said. Yeah. yeah. It's cool being on Music Speaks with like-minded people, guys. Why I hire the best? <laughs> On what occasion do you lie then, John? Um, probably to protect feelings. We're like Hunter to get out of trouble. Ah, yeah, I think most of us do that one. Mm. And then let's see. So, what do you dislike about your? What do you most dislike about your appearance? God, I can't grow facial hair to save my life. I cannot. Do you see these random ass patches where I just can't grow facial hair? I don't get it. <laughs> I hate to be the person that can't relate to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are definite reasons. Like, um, sure. <laughs> my husband has mentioned the same thing. But, um, there you go. There you go. I don't know what's wrong with me, Mary. It's okay. If you could, would you like decorate it with like weird patterns? Oh, uh, God. Maybe like that guy from Hunger Games, maybe like Ooh. get one of those like things going on, but like a lightning bolt or something. That'd mm -hmm. be cool. That'd be cool. Which living person do you most despise? I was I had a couple of names. Not that I'm a a mean, vengeant person, but I was gonna say, Elon Musk, Mehmet Oz. And Donald Trump. Indeed. <laughs> Three name games. Oh gosh. Which words or phrases do you most overuse? For some reason, I get this southern twang now, and I say the word y'all too much. Like, I walk out of rehearsal and I'll say, Have a nice weekend, y'all. See y'all later. I don't know where it comes from. I just say the word y'all too much. I say y'all a lot. <laughs> Maybe I get that from you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, Who knows? Hey, it's, it's inclusive, man. Yeah. So I think it works. Faberge egg. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. There it is. Hunter knows. Hunter's <laughs> laughing hysterically right now because he knows I say that word way too much. And we all that, know. That and the word scales I say way too much. Probably <laughs> on this podcast. And then at the bottom of the totem pole, we have the overwhelming aesthetic. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's it. There it is. Yeah. But the word can mean so much when you you know you qualify it. I I know, but but I guess the weird thing is I, I like making fun of fancy words, but then I use all these fancy words all the time when I'm talking about them. When well, I'm talking about musical repertoire, which is just I, I don't know. When you know fancy words, though. Yeah, it, it works out. It works out just fine, but. Yes. You know, but I'm not yes. a very, but I'm not a smart person. So I say oh. really dumb, I say dumb shit all the time. So it's whatever. But that's, that doesn't mean that you're not a smart person, Sean. Mm. <laughs> I think you should be able to say dumb things no matter, you know, how, how high your IQ is. So, 
But anyways, uh, the next question is, what or who is the greatest love of your life? Um, jeez. That's what I said, too. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, sorry. Pizza, pizza. Hunter knows this, pizza. Pizza? pizza. I believe that. Pizza. No doubt in my mind, pizza. The Little Caesars guy, pizza, pizza. Let's see, and the next question is when and where were you happiest? I guess that kind of goes back to Hunter's question. You don't really ever really know until you leave it. Um, and that's what kind of defines happiness. Happiness is defined by nostalgia. So I guess I say now, I think I'm pretty happy now. Mm -hmm. Which talent would you most like to have? Um. Uh, this is going to sound so cliche. Uh, Broadway star, I guess that sounds pretty good. I guess, I yeah, the ability. Uh, yeah. yeah you know. Is there a, a role or a, an actress that you would choose? Yeah, yeah. I, Hunter knows this. I think it's probably Tony from West Side Story. Yeah. But, but I'm a baritone, so it never really worked out. Well. Well, does that mean that your talent, you wish you were a tenor? Yes, there it is. <laughs> yes, I, you found it for me. There it is. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't know if I can relate. I don't think I'd want to be a soprano. But <laughs> it's a good one, though. There's a lot of cool tenors out there. Right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? The ability to grow facial hair. Ooh, there it is again. Look at that. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Um, doing nine collegiate recitals. Woo, that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Round of applause there. <laughs> if you were to die and come back as a person or a thing, what would it be? I think I'd like to be a piccolo trumpet. It'd be funny. Oh really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm already I'm already yappy. I just when you be a pickle trumpet, you'd be super yappy. So. I see the toy trumpet. Yeah. Or or the pocket trumpet, I'd say. Mm. They oh they just made a pee like a oh god uh, a plastic horn, um, but they have like plastic French horns now, which is super super cool. Yeah. Those tiny pop pocket trumpets are the cutest things on the planet. So, where would you most like to live? It's going to sound also very cliche. New York City. Um, that or maybe somewhere in the Midwest, maybe. It'd be kind of cool. Like a St. Louis or mm -hmm. like a Kansas City or something like that. It'd be kind of cool. Well, Texas is or, not... Or a, or, a, or a Tejas, I don't know. Somewhere in Tejas. Well, I was going to say, like, Texas is not the Midwest, so I can't help you there. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of Midwest for what I thought it was going to be. Makes sense. Right. So. Right. Right. What is your most treasured possession? 
I said, whenever I get food at a restaurant, it's like, it's fine. Like, nobody touches it. That's not <laughs> okay. I no, I'm kidding. I'd say my trumpets, I guess. Mm. That or that or my baby Pikachu over here. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. What do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? I think Hunter said it best. I think it's indifference towards others, not finding passion for something, not feeling yeah. like... I think it's also that, I mean, I hope I don't go too far with this, but I think trying to find trying to find a reason behind what you're doing or trying to find like why you're supposed to be doing what you're doing instead of saying this is what i love this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and then and then it feels like you've lost not and not to say your, your purpose but the drive that you want to be who you are you know and i feel like that's where most people find their vulnerability mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense um see the next one is what is your favorite occupation occupation um <laughs> tv watcher one of the easiest occupations on the planet true yeah. sometimes there's no happier place on my uh, bed watching football that's me <laughs> what is your most marked characteristic uh, I think I said this last time, but probably my humor. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I've known that since the first day I met you. What do you value the most in your friends? Their humor, too. They make me laugh. Hunter makes me laugh in one way. You make me laugh in a different way. You know, making me smile, making me enjoy these podcasts you know yeah i think um the, one of the easiest ways to connect with someone is like sensing humor yeah, making them laugh i feel like that breaks down boundaries if anything yeah like the first day Creed, i read was... religion race gender all different kinds of ways mm -hmm. you always look for the people that laugh at the same jokes right yeah. who are your favorite writers Bach, Tchaikovsky, Bernstein, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Miles Davis. Solid answer. Some of those have some fierce words in there. Who is your hero of fiction? Oh, Hunter's gonna, it's gonna moan. I say this too many times. I'm trying to figure out a different... I'm trying, Hunter. I'm trying to pick a different answer. It just doesn't work. Um, Miles Morales is the guy yeah. who I always go to for that. Um, but if I had to pick somebody else... Okay, okay. Um, T'Challa, I guess. Um, Agreed on that one. Not just because the movie's coming out on Friday... But I think it's the amount of generosity. And especially, like, you know, just because the, the character Chadwick Boseman, too, just his his generosity, his care. Yeah. His, it's just, I mean, like, one of my favorite videos to watch on YouTube was 
the reaction videos and all these fans came up and they saw Jimmy Fallon and Chadwick talking about them and stuff like that. And he just kind of surprised them and they were just like so genuinely surprised about how nice he was and so how like invested he was in, in, in that process. So your heroes of fiction can even become, you know, heroes that are real based on some of these um yeah, like I the roles so. that they've played. Yeah, I think so. So it, are, um, is he one of your like historical figures you most like to identify with? That's the next question. Um, I think I'd go with Harry James. Hmm. And I think Hunter and I talked about this last time, which was um, I got to play his concerto for trumpet and we just talked about this a little bit, which was, which was how he came up uh, with the concerto by they had the chords down, but they never were able to. Um, <laughs> he never created a melody. He just he improvised the entire concerto, and then someone wrote it down and dictated the whole thing. And I thought that was pretty amazing. Oh, wow. Um, and I was able to, yeah, and I was able to play it for one of my senior recitals at um, I college. And that changed my perspective because there was a professor there who was like, you sounded exactly like Harry James. And I said that, that was kind of my goal. But just seeing what Harry James went through to get where he wanted to go, you know, it was just kind of incredible the journey that he became he was a he was a poor musician then he kind of joined a couple of bands i think he was in the benny goodman or maybe the glenn miller band i'm not really sure hunter might know more maybe glenn miller yeah and then he then went to creating his own band and then they had his own crazy sound and i thought that was pretty cool so i guess harry james would be the, the one that i recognize the most okay who are your heroes in real life? I would say you and Hunter are probably my biggest heroes in life. I mean, of course, you got to play the mom card, but hanging out with y'all are pretty cool. The mom card is so not a card. You guys keep saying it's a card. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't Maybe know. I started it. Feels it feels like, like, it, it like a cop out. I know, I know. But. No, but I, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I find so interesting about y'all or just, you know, the way both of you answer questions so thoroughly and with such interesting answers, it just, it just comes to you so easily. And um, that I'm a little jealous of that, but just the way, like the, the way that the thought goes through your head, you're able to be so level headed in your in your diction and just the way that you kind of just talk and it creates such a like a wonderful podcast experience in my opinion so i'm thankful to be one of your heroes sean i will take it on music speak just kidding you know that we we do this because you are the one that, that does all those things in the first place yes you get this right. okay cool yeah. hunter and i feel the same so cool all right <laughs> moving on yeah. So we've all said that this next question is odd because what does it mean? But um, what are your favorite names, Sean? My favorite name? Uh, Sean's pretty good. Um, 
You know what's weird? <laughs> you had mentioned a couple of like bad sounding names. Um, one of my favorite jokes from Family Guy is what's the most unattractive male name in the English language? And then Peter says Keith. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's or like a... or um uh, Garth. Keith or Garth? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know very few of those. There you go. There you go. They 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 hide in the shadows. You never find them. (laughs) Sorry. What is it that you most dislike? Um, pineapple on pizza. You know, it doesn't belong. And my sister's boyfriend loves it, and I hate him for it. Okay, and we get so into arguments about it. Have you ever tried it on like barbecue pizza, though? Mm, stop making me try to like it. It just, it just, it just, it just doesn't work. Very, I'm sorry. Bad. I used to be the same. Sweet and sour don't match that way, unless it's uh, you know Chick Fil A sauce, and then there you go. Ah, true, true. What is your greatest regret? Not doing this sooner. Oh, the podcast? Starting the podcast at 5 o'clock. Ah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Y'all. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, my, greatest, my, my greatest regret, um, I hope I don't go too long with this, but not realizing that I had more friends than I realized, you know, sooner and being grateful for everybody that's in my life. Yeah, we often take things for granted without realizing it. Let's see. How would you like to die, Sean? Um, die. That's a weird question. Um, In a cult. That'd be fun. I don't know. I don't know. Like one that you joined willingly or one that like kidnaps you? One that that kidnaps me, but we have a lot of fun. Oh, okay. (laughs) I see. I can imagine how that would work out. Yeah. Hunter's like, oh god, come on. (laughs) Yeah, he's not yeah. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. What is the um what is your motto? Last question. Okay. My motto is, um, uh, um, never, never give up, never surrender. Yeah. Or, or probably like, uh, be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Push yourself. Yeah. That seems to be a, a theme of all of our, our first questionnaires is always be honest with others. Oh, yeah. At this point, um, we have reached our, our last break of the Proust series. Um, and of course, this break is sponsored by Anchor. Um, if you guys uh, have any ideas for podcasts, please find us and contact us. Just send us an email. Um, that's musicspeaks at gmail.com. 
Um, you can find us on most social media platforms. Uh, if not, go find another episode and you can hear Sean list them out in ruling detail, um, as well as hear some of their great uh, break banter that I did not have tonight. However, um, we will see you right after this break for uh, our outro, guys. And here we are to uh, recap Sean's Proust um, questionnaire that we did with him. And so it's been wonderful listening to our fearless leader here on Music Speaks tonight. Um, Sean always has something funny to say and always something just as incredibly deep. So um, we are so thankful for your, um, your attitude and what you give to this. And it's always just so fun. So Hunter, I can't imagine what you could have possibly learned from, from <laughs> Sean, but uh, do tell. Do you have any questions for him? He's a cultist. No, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> it's all those Fabergé eggs. It is all the Fabergé eggs. Um, so my my uh, main question that came to mind is, mm -hmm. um, and I just I realized how stuffed up I sound. Uh, so it might sound even more nasally than usual. <laughs> no, my question is, you mentioned about... Um, where is the question? You mentioned, oh, about your humor but i'm not finding where i made that note um oh about your most marked trait that's what it was but your most marked trait being your humor and i i would agree with that so i can i can definitively agree with that as i'm sure mary can but i think something that you overlook um and even though you've mentioned it a lot is i think your love of music is is that perhaps your most marked trait because it just it is exemplified in everything that you do so I'm, I'm curious as to how do you see your your i want to call it your career path but how do you see your relationship with music impacting your day-to-day -day life um oof, well. or, or rather maybe the way you interact with other people yeah, I think it's a part of my personality. I think it's, I think it's varied across so many different kinds of platforms, where it, it's 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 one of those weird things where when you have conversations with, and I hate saying that word non-musician, because everyone in their own right is a musician, um, but when someone asks you a very generic question, you really know how to respond. But when you have when we have conversations like this with all of us who are musicians and we all have professional thoughts about what we do i don't know i i think it's just about like being honest with yourself about how you really truly feel about something like that and, like i can be really honest and blast through chike symphonies and critique the crap out of them because that's what i love doing but at the end of the day, I, I just think that, you know, it's it's so weird too. Like I get into like the it's like just like today I was like, like like I I know I like Imagine Dragons, but I don't I just don't know when they release their music. So I listen to like really old songs. I'm like, guys, do you know this really new song that just came out? And they're like, this came out like 15 years ago, dude. I'm like. I'm like, how would like, I know? I know, I know. So, 
it's a matter of me still finding that curiosity and that drive and that passion, I think, which makes it so interesting. And, and, having, and having these conversations about like music and, and what drives us, you know. Mm-hmm. That happens there. too, by the way. You're not alone there. Talk about that new Taylor Swift album. Um, so Sean, one thing that struck, struck me, um, in Mm -hmm. your questionnaire, I want to go back and, um, touch on something that came up actually during all of ours. Um, and it's this idea of how the most off-putting thing in someone else can often be indifference or, um, the unwillingness to be kind. And Mm. so I, um, I guess what I want to know is, uh, is there um, a place that you feel you are totally safe from that? Um, because since we all feel that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people don't have that with their family, like in their mm-hmm. spaces. So mm-hmm. I think it's just interesting, um, you know, what, what kind of place would you ideally see as being that place free and open-minded you know it's weird i was about to say the word politics but that doesn't not at all make any sense um i can't uh as that's only when my whip kicks in i'm like politics no that's not funny (laughs) at all um It could could even be a fictional place is the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. But simply, probably food. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. Yes, I I mean, I think, I think if there's one thing that I know, which is how, I mean, yes, people can be picky and they can be like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. But at the end of the day, people are hungry, you know? And every, I mean, there are people who are starving, but but when you receive something like food, I think it's just being grateful for and the need, not that the makes... want, but the, the need for something like that. And I think that's just what makes it so enjoyable for everybody. That's why <laughs> I I let Nick try some of my ginger beer and he spit it out, <laughs> um, and. He was like, this is disgusting. How do you drink it? And and that just kind of came to my brain because the first time that I drank it, I spat it out. Um, ah. But I think it's just the amount of, it's the amount of, it's the pattern, right? It's the amount of mm-hmm. trust. It's the amount of practice that one just has to just kind of get into a, a routine for, you know? And I find that just to be probably the most interesting thing. It's crazy that people can actually change, isn't it? <laughs> I think it is. And I think what, what makes it so amazing is that in, and this is so broad, but so true, but information can just change the way we think about everything. Yeah. I, I think if, if people were willing to believe that people could change, I think that this world would be a lot different place. And I think after listening to all three of us talk tonight, I, I think yeah, and I, might- and and not to not to drag on, but the one thing would be, and I think Hunter would said it said it the best. I think if the world would just listen more, the world would be a bit better place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
was a good one. Well, folks, you heard it here from us. Uh, this has been a really good uh, series of podcasts, and we hope that you get the chance to listen to them. Um, we always enjoy doing this, and um, hopefully we can get the, the Proofs questionnaire posted somewhere in case people want it. Um, so anyways, uh, thanks for being with us. And as always, we, uh, we hope to see you all again. And, um, we've got, let's see what another Tchaikovsky in the works and Ooh, baby. some more Joe Hisashi and John Williams. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. Baby. Never a dull That's moment cool. here on music speaks. So as always, I'm Mary Haddix Hermans. I am Sean freaking Rumkunis. And I am Hunter Sagona, and remember to keep listening to what you love. Thank you so much, Sean, and we will see you next time. My name, of course, is Sean Rakunitz. That's Mary Haddix. That's Hunter Sagona. And keep listening to what you love.